Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome into episode number 427 of underground sports philadelphia it's kb coming at you with a sunday night solo dolo episode of the podcast got a lot to dive into between the sixers making this a whole new series the phillies just continuing to rip my heart out a little nfl talk and uh, just some news and notes from around the underground but before we get started make sure you guys are following us on the socials at underground phi Twitter, Instagram, got a whole lot of stuff coming uh, down the pipeline this week, next week, and moving in to the month of June, so you don't want to miss out on anything we got popping off, and the best place to follow us is on the socials, at UndergroundPHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash UndergroundSportsPHI, Twitch.tv slash UndergroundSportsPHI, you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311, as you can see it's right below Excuse me, it's right below my little uh, webcam frame right here on the YouTube. Um, so follow me on Twitter, run up the numbies over there. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castorina. Of course, check out the website undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews there and those five-star ratings on Spotify. I want to see how we're doing still over in Armenia, but I also want to have our numbers cooking here stateside uh, on the podcast charts, but we're looking at these things right here. Guys, we're number 81 still on the sports charts in Armenia. We are in the top 1,100 on the sports charts in the U.S., and we're on on the charts for all podcasts in Canada in the top 10K. We're doing the damn thing there. But uh, we want more, so make sure you're subscribing to the podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and leaving the five-star ratings and reviews because that helps more people find the show, it helps the numbers cook, it gets the algorithm going, so go subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave the five-star ratings and reviews for the boys, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube. Guys, we're 87 subscribers away from our next big milestone, which is 200 subscribers, obviously, In order for us to really get cooking on YouTube, we need to hit that 1K milestone. So be a friend, tell a friend, subscribe to our YouTube channel. All you need, all you need for our YouTube is a Gmail account. That's all you need. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube. Click the subscribe button. Click the like button, the bell icon, so you don't miss a single episode of any of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia podcasts in full video form. We got clips going out. We got specials going out. Uh, Just a whole lot of stuff coming to the YouTube channel. And I got a big announcement for the YouTube later on in the show that you don't want to miss. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC. Douche Arms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, 
Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center. And finally, of course, Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Guys, summer's right around the corner. It's the month of May. You gotta get the sunnies on when you're outside, and Tomahawk Shades is here to do the damn thing for you. Go to TomahawkShades.com and use code USP for 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com. Use that bad boy at checkout to get 25% off your entire order from our homies over at Tomahawk Shades. Pick up. Guys, it's the best place to play the props. It's free to play. Anybody can play. Go to PlayPickup.com now. Start playing the Annalise Run Differential game with myself and Matt all month long for the month of May. We did it all of April. We're doing it all of May. And, of course, you can play season-long as well. Go to PlayPickup.com now. Start building up points on your fan profiles. Cash them in for prizes on the pickup marketplace. That's PlayPickup.com. Kenwood Beer, the best goddamn light beer in all of Philadelphia. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And the homies over at Bino Board. Guys, the Bino League is coming. We're planning out logistics. I, I think this is going to be something even bigger than just happening with Underground Sports Philadelphia. It might happen in our entire hometown. Uh, we got big plans with Bino. So go to BinoBoard.com. That's B-I-N-H-O-B-O-A-R-D.com. And use code BINOUSP for 10% off your entire order from the homies over at Bino. They got the brand new Mexico World Cup swag. Short sleeve shirts, long sleeve shirts. Uh, so go cop that over at BinoBoard.com and use our code BINOUSP for 10% off your order. Let's get into it. The Philadelphia 76ers did the gosh darn thing tonight. They did the gosh darn thing on Friday. The Phantom of the Process is back. Joel Embiid rocking the mask. And it's a whole new series. The Sixers tie up the series with big wins on Friday night and a big win on Sunday night. Uh, taking down the Miami Heat, uh, respectively, 99 to 79, and tonight 116 to 108. James Harden goes absolutely nuclear in this game against the Miami Heat. He's sitting right behind me like he does every single podcast. And my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, all the James Harden doubters, please step to the side because your time is up. It's over for you. You had your run. But guess what? James Harden's back. He did the goddamn thing tonight. 31 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds to go along with Joel Embiid's fantastic performance. 24 points and 11 rebounds for the big man, the future MVP, which I'll get into that in just a bit. Tobias Harris had another fantastic game. Uh, Tyrese Maxey doing the damn thing. And bang, bang, George Niang. Shout out Kate Scott. He came back to life, hitting threes, doing the damn thing, and the Sixers win this one, 116-108, to overcoming a 40-point performance from Jimmy Butler and a 21-point performance from Bam Adebayo. But guess what? It's a whole new series. This, this second-round matchup, it's now best of three because it's tied up 2-2. The Sixers can still do the damn thing in six, and that's exciting as hell. I just I, – I was – Watching the game on Friday night and then watching the game tonight, it just goes to show you how much of a force and how important Joel Embiid is to this team. He's a series wrecker. He will come in and destroy anybody in his path. 
He makes Bam Adebayo look absolutely useless in terms of being one of the quote-unquote best big men in the league. Joel Embiid bullies the hell out of Bam Adebayo, and it's fantastic to watch every single time it happens. There, there's, He's got no answer for Joel Embiid, and the fact that Joel comes back in off the concussion with the mask on and has just truly turned this series around for the Sixers speaks volumes to how important he is to this franchise, to the he's the key to winning a championship, and it, it just makes this team so much better. Like we didn't already know this, but gosh, not having to see DeAndre Jordan on a court is so refreshing. <laughs> it's so refreshing. Joel Embiid, jo- he makes this bench longer. He makes everybody around him better. Danny Green has been phenomenal since Joel has returned. Danny Green had 11 points tonight was absolutely on fire, and then in Game 3, Danny Green also popped off and had 21 points. That's right, the old man, Danny Green, the Green Ranger, did the damn thing, had 21 points in Game 3. Joel just makes him that much more lethal, makes him that much better in space, and I'm, I'm just so happy Joel's back. He looks pretty comfortable wearing the mask, he looks pretty comfortable just playing right now, which is such a good sign, and... I truly don't know if we could if we can ever quantify just how special and how important and pivotal Joel Embiid is to this 76ers roster. He he just continues to impress and he's going out and showing why the NBA League website potentially leaked that Joel is going to be the MVP after game 3. Uh, There was an article written on NBA.com, the league's official website, saying Kia MVP Joel Embiid. That's right. No free ads for Kia from us, but it it pretty much leaked from the league website that Joel is going to be named MVP of the NBA, which I'm going to do a little quick research here to see when the MVP gets announced. So it gets announced at the end of June. Um, So there's no date set just yet. Joel Embiid, you look it up right now, or you looked it up the other night, Joel was listed as the MVP for the 2021-2022 season. You just love to see it. You love seeing the Jokic stands getting upset. You, You love to just be able to bask in the glory that our guy is the MVP. He's the most valuable player. He's the most important player. This year's NBA storyline, which has gone into countless NBA MVP stories over the past decade almost, if not, you know, the last seven years, I'd say, the MVP has really been more so of a storyline award and who dominated that season more so than, like, valuable player. And this year was Joel Embiid. He carried the Sixers through three quarters of the season to make them a destination that James Harden wanted to come to. Uh, he, he weathered the storm of Ben Simmons and made it so that the Sixers could be where they are right now. If Joel Embiid just says, oh, we're going to pack it in for the season, you know, this is a lost season, he's, he's not talking about an MVP year. We're not talking about that from him. Uh, we're not even talking about the Sixers potentially being in the playoffs right now. 
That's how good Joel Embiid has been this year. And he took his game from last year where everyone, myself included, Matt included, thought he was the MVP last season. And he's elevated his game to a whole new level, taking his talents to the next step of his NBA career. I'm, I'm just so happy for him. He deserves it. You know, he's put in so much work to be able to just come out and, and prove to the world that his career has not been a fluke. His career has not been this injury-riddled, you know, type of situation. Joel deserves this MVP award more than anybody. I'm so happy that allegedly he's going to get it. And I, I can't wait for him to accept the award because Twitter is going to be an absolute free-for-all. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch the Jokic stands melt down. It's going to be a beautiful, blissful day on the Twitter machine when Joel Embiid gets announced as the NBA MVP. I'm so happy for the boy. Um, it, it's just a great, it's just a great time right now for the Sixers. And it was announced after tonight's game that Thursday will be Game Six for the Sixers and the Heat. And that will happen at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so at least we have a time and a, a tip-off for that Thursday, May 12th. Um, as I'm recording this Sunday night, Tuesday will be Game 5 at 7.30 p.m. And then Thursday will be a 7 o'clock tip-off at the Wells Fargo Center. Potentially with the Sixers ready to rock and roll and win another series and finally advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 2001. The last time the Sixers were in the Eastern Conference Finals, ladies and gentlemen, I was in first grade. <laughs> I was in first grade, and... Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports team's go to work and with the rise of streaming platforms new tv shows and movies are popping up every single week and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch well that's where streamer season comes in the exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for tv and movies on the underground sports philadelphia podcast network join me kb and a plethora of our hosts right here at usp breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. You know, that's the AI step over. That, that's like my first recollection of Sixers fandom. That's what I remember most vividly uh, when I started watching the NBA I need more from this team, and, and Matt and I have talked about it time and time again that the Sixers just cannot continue to fall in the second round of the playoffs. You know, from 2018, the confetti year, to the, the fucking Kawhi game, to the 2020 bubble, to last year against the Hawks, you need to get over that hill now. Um, and there's no better way to do it than Joel overcoming adversity once again, proving the haters wrong, beating his former teammate who he loved that we traded away pr pretty much essentially uh to the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler and taking down you know Villanova's favorite son Kyle Lowry future former sixer um 
it's uh, you know to be able to take down the Heat to get to the Eastern Conference Finals would be fantastic. Probably a, a series against the Bucks or the Celtics, obviously um, looming after that. Hopefully, those two teams just continue to beat each other up, and that series goes seven. Give the Sixers a little bit more time to rest if they can pull off the upset down in Miami and and steal a game on the on the Heat court. That that would be the ultimate thing because Heat fans are frauds. Let, let's 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 rewind to the LeBron era when people were leaving the stadium when they were down, and then Ray Allen hits that shot. They're trying to claw their way back into the arena. Heat fans are frauds, first and foremost. They are they are big time frauds. They're casuals and. Before LeBron James was there, unless you were diehard living in Miami, you know, following Dwayne Wade's career, you're not a Heat fan. You're 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 a bandwagon hopper onto the Miami Heat, you know, franchise, and you just stuck around once LeBron uh, dipped out, and you were still rooting for Dwayne Wade. You're not a Heat fan. Sorry to break it to you. Um, if you're on NBA Twitter and you claim to be a Heat fan, please check yourself. Um, the Sixers, though, they have a they have a real big opportunity in front of them on Tuesday night to go down to Miami, steal this game, and go up three games to two with a shot to close this out at home. The Wells Fargo Center would be rocking. The only thing I ask is make the bell ringer so generic <laughs> because we cannot win big games with a big game bell ringer. For whatever reason, it just always fails. I don't know why, but if, if the Sixers come back from Miami on Tuesday night, up three games to two, you need to make the bell ringer so generic that it's, like, painful. <laughs> I, I can't stress it enough. Like, you need to just pull Butch from Manny Yunk off the street and be like, hey, Butch, you're going to ring the bell tonight because we need to get this job done. Sixers have a big opportunity in front of them. I'm pumped. Um, and they just continue to impress, especially now that Joel's back on the court. They look like the team we know they are and that they're going to continue to be so let's keep this train rolling. Let's keep this thing going. And uh, also, <laughs> also, we'll probably talk more about this on Wednesday too, but uh, DJ Pauly Process, Pauly D, rocking the Joel Embiid jersey at one of his more recent sets that he was at, one of his shows, uh, liking, liking our tweet on Twitter, said, hey, we'd love to have you on the podcast sometime. Like that tweet. So Pauly D, this is, this is our call out to you. From, from me to you, as a fan of Jersey Shore, and clearly you a fan of Joel Embiid, we'd love to have you on the show to talk a little Sixers, talk a little Embiid, and uh, let's get this thing going. Paulie D on Underground Sports Philadelphia needs to happen. Let's make, it, let's make it roll. We need the blowout boy on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Needs to happen. Shout out to Paulie D for repping the process and uh, interacting with us on Twitter. Absolutely dope. Shout out Paulie D. Um, but that leads me to the team that drives me insane. And you already know where I'm going. But before we do, uh, our Phillies talk and the NLE's run differential game is brought to you by the homies over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports created by content creators, bloggers, and podcasters like myself, like Matt and a whole bunch of people across the world, playpickup.com is the place to play the props. It's free to play. Anybody can play. You get props correct. You get points on your fan profiles. You rack those up. Go cash them in for prizes on the Pickup Marketplace. Go to playpickup.com now and start playing those headlines. 
The NL East run differential looks a lot different than it did last time we had a show on Wednesday night. Right now leaning the way are the New York Mets at plus 36. The Miami Marlins are at plus 8. Our Philadelphia Phillies are at a 0, a flat 0. They're just even. No runs for, no runs against. The Atlanta Braves are at minus 3. And the Washington Nationals are at minus 30. And your NLE standings after the Phillies doubleheader today. The New York Mets leading the way at 20-10. and 10, The first team to get to 20 wins this year. They'll fall off soon enough. Don't worry. Uh, the Atlanta Braves at 14-16 and 16 in second place. The Miami Marlins at 13-15 and 15 in third place. Your Philadelphia Phillies at 12-16 and 16 in fourth place. And the stolen franchise Washington Nationals in the basement at 10 and 20. First of all, Friday night's Phillies game was one of the biggest debaucheries I have ever seen from this franchise. They are up 7-0 at one point in this game. 7-1 going into the ninth inning. And they blow the game. They lose the game. The Mets score eight runs in, or I'm sorry, seven runs to to make it an 8-7 game. Seven or eight runs total to win the game in the ninth inning for the first time since 1994. I was one. I don't even know if I was one yet because my birthday's in October. For the first time since 1994 a team came back from being down seven or more runs in the ninth inning to win a game. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. You it's more already know. I think that's we, how it we always went, goes. Like, like 45 like, minutes, and we were at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Bins time. What's up? We're back. I was, I wanted to throw my phone. I wanted to punch walls. There's no excuse for that. And there's no way Joe Girardi should still have his job today. The fact that this team went out and blew a 7-1 lead in the ninth inning at home. What are we doing? Now I know one of the calls from the umpire. Shafted us. And we got absolutely screwed by it. 
because it should have been a strike, but it was called a ball that would have ended that at bat for whoever was up to bat. I forget who it was. But my goodness, the fact that Joe Girardi was not fired on the spot, just it just continues to tell me that this Phillies team is complacent. No matter what they do to go out and sign guys, to go and make this team better, to, to try and you know mask the deficiencies that they do have, they are just complacent and they are okay with mediocrity at the leadership positions of this franchise. Joe Girardi looks like he has no interest in being in the dugout. No interest whatsoever. I don't understand why he's here. I don't understand why he wants to keep this job. He he just has he looks like he has no interest being a major league baseball manager and has no like awareness that like everyone sees it. He is such a lame duck manager, it's not even funny. I I truly am flabbergasted as I sit here Sunday night. Why does he still have a job? Like, why was he not fired? I I know it's early in the season, and I know you don't want to, like, go through, you know, the entire summer and go through, uh, you know, a potential September run with an interim manager. But enough is enough. Joe Girardi is bad guys like I'm gonna pull up the Phillies records over the last three years because I'm gonna pull up Joe Girardi's records so to put it in perspective here for everybody Joe Girardi's first year the 2020 shortened season Phillies go 28 and 32 in 60 games below 500 then 2021, they go 82 and 82 games over 500 to improve Girardi's record to still two games under 500. They're now 12 and 15, still under 500, still underperforming, and I I just don't know where the line gets drawn to to really say okay, enough's enough. Let's pull the plug because this guy truly does not care about the position he's in right now. It, it plain and simple. Like, you can only do so much to where, you know, you tolerate, oh, you know, the pitching's on today, but the guys just aren't hitting. Sorry. Sorry. You know, the guys just, they, they didn't, they, they weren't swinging the bats well. They, they were getting thrown off by guys' fastballs that they haven't seen before. Those are such lame-ass excuses. And that's an excuse Joe Girardi used today from the second game of the doubleheader when the Phillies faced Chris Bassett. The guys weren't used to seeing his fastball. Shut the fuck up. What are we talking about? Are we really using an excuse that a guy coming over from the American League to the National League, you're just not used to seeing his fastball, so that's why why we couldn't get hits. What a terrible excuse. What What is the point of game prep? What is the point of watching film? What's the point of having scouting reports on guys if you're just going to say, oh, yeah, we're not used to seeing it, it seeing it live? This guy boils my blood. He makes me so legitimately angry, and, like, I, I just don't know what it's going to take to get Joe Girardi out of here. He is so bad at his job. And the fact that the Phillies tried to bank and put all their, their eggs in the basket of a guy who won a World Series in 2009. Guys, it's over a decade ago. That's 13 years ago Joe Girardi was last successful. <laughs> like, my goodness. Why are we doing this to ourselves? 
<laughs> like, Joe Girardi's just not a good manager. I hope everybody that um, wanted Gabe Kapler gone is seeing what the San Francisco Giants are doing right now. Um, because they're, since Gabe got there, one of the best teams in baseball. Uh, currently, you know, 16 and 12. They're in a tough division. They're four games back in the NL West, but hey, better record than the Phillies and continue to have a better record than the Phillies. I just, the Joe Girardi era needs to come to an end. It's, it's to the point where the Phillies are holding themselves back because they don't have quality leadership outside of certain players. And even then, like, you can't rely on players to be your overarching leadership. You need a strong manager. Look at all the successful teams in baseball who have strong managers. Like, sure, the Dodgers have had their ups and downs, but Dave Roberts is a pretty good uh, manager. The Milwaukee Brewers, Craig Council, has been a pretty damn good manager. You know, you look at... Uh, you look at Tampa Bay. You look at Toronto right now. Even look at the Yankees. Aaron Boone has been fantastic this year. The Yankees wanted him fired. Um, you know, across the board, you just look at so many of these teams that have so much better manager options than the Phillies, and you just think of what could have been if the Phillies didn't get so trigger-happy and fire Gabe Kapler. And I know this is a broken record, I know Gabe wasn't the best dude or whatever you want to, you know, talk about, but like he's winning games right now. <laughs> and the Phillies just continue to be mediocre. They continue to be up and down. There's no consistency whatsoever with this team. And I just don't know when the line gets drawn in the sand to be like, hey, we need to go in a different direction if we want to win a World Series. Because again, it just doesn't feel like this team is pushing themselves to go win a world series they look like they're just trying to stay afloat look like they're just trying to win games at a, a competent rate but not take it to the next level and try to succeed and and make it to the postseason uh because you know fyi the phillies have the second longest postseason drought in major league baseball only behind the seattle mariners who are a pretty decent team this year and if things start to go their way they could end their postseason drought before the phillies do Things need to change ASAP for this Phillies team. And it's just, it's so tiring with the the back and forth of the ups and downs with pitching gets hot, hitting goes cold. Hitting gets hot, pitching goes cold. There needs to be some sort of consistency across the board with this team where they need to figure a lot of shit about themselves out. And it needs to start now because it's it's May already. We're a week into May in this Major League Baseball season, we're, the full, we're a full actual month into this season now, and this team just doesn't look ready or look like a, a team that's going to even be eligible for the postseason in an expanded postseason. Let me repeat that. An expanded postseason, this team does not look like they're going to qualify for the playoffs right now as of May 8th. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GetInTheWholePod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? 
And it doesn't get any easier because Zach Wheeler and, and Zach Eflin both placed on the COVID-19 injured list. They're out for the, the foreseeable future, um, which is tough. I know Eflin hasn't been everything we've wanted him to be, but when you lose two guys in your starting rotation that you're relying on every fifth day, no matter what the injury is, but now with it being COVID, like, that sucks. That absolutely sucks. I hope both of them, you know, hopefully it's it's not too brutal for them. Hopefully they get recovered quickly and they can get back out on the mound as soon as possible. But now, you know, you're juggling your rotation going into a, a West Coast road trip where you're trying to, you know, just plug and play. And again, it's just inconsistencies. This time, not really their fault. Um, it just sucks. It sucks that these guys are going to be out for the foreseeable future, and I, I just hope they come back and, you know, recover as quickly and, and as healthily as possible. Um, so shout out to Zach Wheeler and Zach Eflin. Hope you guys get well soon. Um, but again, the Phillies, screw Joe Girardi. He needs to be fired. I'm, hashtag fire Girardi. Like, it needs to happen. I never, like, like to see anybody lose their jobs, but it, the time has come. He, he's not good at his job, and... I'm sure you can just get a, a jump start on finding a replacement that will actually get the job done and help this team get over the hump and win a World Series. Uh, I just have to also proclaim my absolute love and admiration for Jordan Davis and Hassan Reddick. They were at Game 3 of the Sixers game, uh, along with N'Kobe Dean ringing the bell. Jordan Davis <laughs> is an absolute weapon on Twitter. Um, apparently Tyler Hero like pointed at them when he scored a bucket and Jordan Davis quote tweeted the video and said scoreboard with the pointing up finger emoji. What an icon. Hassan Reddick tweeted that he didn't like the way Tyler Hero looked at looked at him. Uh go Sixers. Those two are absolute weapons. The Kobe Dean being with them was great. Uh I always just love seeing the other athletes from, you know, the other sports in town going out and supporting you know, the teams that are, you know, playing in the playoffs or whatever it may be. Um, so to see Jordan Davis out there, N'Kobe Dean and Hassan Reddick just having a damn good time and absolutely clowning Tyler Hero was great. It just shows that this Eagles team, too, on defense especially now, they've got personalities. You know, even though it's twi it's so basic and it's so minimal um, of a thing, but, like, outside of Darius Slay and Fletcher Cox, really, there hasn't really been that much swagger or like that much of a, a you know personality presence from this defense in a very long time. Um, so it's very fun to see some of these new guys and some of the young guys coming in and really just you know going all out and showing that they have personality, showing that they have uh, a comedy aspect to them, showing that they can you know get down with the big boys and and make the fans laugh and and make them fall in love with them right off rip. Um, I'm excited for that, and I think it's going to project to the field, too. You know, seeing a, a veteran like Hassan Reddick bonding with these guys early on is fantastic, and um, I just hope it continues. I hope to see more bonds off the field with so many of these players from this Eagles team because it is still such a new era of Eagles football, even though there's a lot of, you know, quote-unquote old guards still on this team. It's a lot of new guys, too. And it's a lot of, you know, just new relationships, a lot of new um, just faces in this in this organization. So, I mean, to see 
brand new guys coming in and bonding right away is just super exciting to me as a fan. I love seeing that. I love seeing the guys with bonds on and off the field. Um, so I hope that continues, and I hope a lot of these new guys just gravitate towards veterans and uh, continue to rock and roll and, and continue to learn from them because it's awesome to uh, to see just the the bonds because to me as a former you know high school athlete, former you know any level athlete, the bonds you share with teammates off the field are almost greater than what you share on the field because it, it translates. And having a stronger bond off the field with somebody, um, you can relate to them, you can see how they tick, you can see how they work, and I think that just makes your on-field product that much better. So shout-out to Jordan Davis and Hassan Reddick for doing the damn thing, going and supporting the Sixers, and absolutely clowning Tyler Hero on the Twitter machine. Um, also shout-out to the boy Isaiah Pacheco, got his number and absolutely shut down the critics uh, out in Kansas City. Isaiah will be wearing number 10, most recently worn by Tyreek Hill, who was traded just this offseason to the Miami Dolphins. And people asked, you know, do you think there's expectations? Do you know whose number that was, this, that, and the third? And it's like, I've worn, he's like, I wore this number before. You know, I don't think there's any expectations. I know my body of work speaks for itself. Um and I'm ready to go to work. And that's exactly how Pop has been since he was in high school. He He's just a, a pro's pro and knows how to, you know, just tell it how it is. And he's going to rock out there. People are going to forget about Tyree Kill in Kansas City, okay? It's the Isaiah Pacheco show. He signed his contract to a four-year deal with the Chiefs. So happy for Isaiah. Um, he absolutely deserves it. And he's just he's just going to continue to make Vineland proud. That's exactly what he has done since he was in high school, ever since he went to Rutgers, and now he's with the Chiefs. That's exactly what he's going to continue to do, rocking that number 10 for Kansas City. And he's going to be a certified weapon for Patrick Mahomes. So look out, Chiefs fans. You got a winner. And uh, he's going to back up his talk, too. Isaiah Pacheco is a one-of-one one human, and I hope everybody in Kansas City is ready for the pop show because – Kansas City is going to be popping with number 10, Isaiah Pacheco. So go get your nameplates changed from your Tyree Kill jerseys to Pacheco because he's going to be rocking and rolling in that Kansas City offense for sure. We all know the traditional big four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Speaking of a legendary... Uh, unexpected this morning on Sunday as I was scrolling the Twitter machine when I woke up, Ray Didinger announced that he is retiring from writing, from TV, from radio. Um, Ray Diddy is... Whew. I, I've been listening to WIP since I was like eight years old. <laughs> I had a little radio in my room and... You know, on my bunk bed, I'd, I'd tap it on and I'd be listening late nights. I'd hear Glenn Macnow, I'd hear Ray Didinger, Jody Mac, you know, 
the the whole crew, Rob Ellis, like, and then as I got older, got my car, got my license, you put WIP on in the car, you're driving on a Sunday, Ray Diddy's on the radio, he's on your TV for, you know, Comcast Sportsnet into NBC Sports Philadelphia, uh, you read his writing all across the board, he's, he's a big influence on so many people, myself included, as to why we get into this field, why we get into the world of sports, whether it's writing, whether it's talking into a microphone, um, you know, whether it's in front of a camera, whatever it may be. Ray Diddy, if you if you ask anybody in the Philadelphia area that is doing this media thing, you ask them how much of an influence did Ray Diddinger have on you as a kid growing up wanting to do what you're doing now, I guarantee you 99.99% of people would say some sort of influence for them doing what they're doing comes from Ray Dittinger. He's he's one of the best to ever do it. He's a Hall of Famer. The fact that he got to see every single team win a championship in his career, uh, you know, in sports is everything I aspire to to experience. Um, you know, I'm three out of my seven that I'll get because the Union, the Wings, the Sixers, and the Flyers. All still have to win a championship for your boy. I got Villanova twice. I got the Phillies when I was younger, and I got the Eagles. Obviously, that kickstarted this whole podcast network. Um, but Ray Dininger is just a legend. Doesn't say enough about how iconic he is and how pivotal and important he is to the world of sports uh, media in the city of Philadelphia. He's going to be missed so much. Um, but he deserves this. He's, he's put in so much time, effort, hard work. Um, he's 75 years old. He's going to get an opportunity to you know, watch his grandkids do the damn thing, at whatever they decide to do. Um, you know, He's got grown kids, too, and he's going to be able to enjoy you know, spending time with his wife. Couldn't be happier for Ray Deninger. He is somebody that one day, if the opportunity ever arose and you know he had time, I'd love to just sit down with Ray Dittinger and have a conversation, listen to the stories that he'd be able to tell. I'm sure he's told time and time again. Um, he is somebody on my bucket list to to just sit down and have uh, an engaging and, and just knowledgeable conversation with and, and pick his brain about just the world of sports, how he's seen things change over the years. Um you know, from the newspapers to TV to radio to the digital space, he's seen it all. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't be happier for somebody uh, as professional and as, as tapped in and as pro's pro as possible that Ray Dittinger is. Um, so my hat's off to Ray Diddy for putting in so much time into the world of Philadelphia sports we are going to miss you behind the mic. We're going to miss you on TV. We're going to miss your writing. And we're going to miss those notepads. <laughs> um, but congrats to Ray Dittinger for one hell of a career um, in Philadelphia sports. The big news, though, from us is that we are going to have kind of an ongoing docu-series, I would call it right now. Don't know exactly what it's going to be fully called. Um... But as you guys know, NFL Draft Weekend, I was hanging out with underground athlete, the OG underground athlete, Jameel Demby, home getting the key to the city of Vineland, uh, you know, 
commemorating his Super Bowl championship and got to spend an entire weekend with Jamil for the first time since like high school, uh, being around him that long. And, you know, did a did a bunch of filming, did a, a lot of documenting of things that weekend. Um, so we have uh, a trailer coming probably Wednesday. Going to release the, the first look trailer for Just a Kid from Vineland, the Jamil Demby docuseries coming to our YouTube channel. It's something I want to work on and just have ongoing, uh, but we're going to have the first couple of installments into... Uh, into the series coming very, very soon to our YouTube channel. Just a Kid from Vineland is something that myself and a, a lot of people from Vineland who have like been able to take talents to a new level, um, like Jamil has, um, we, we say it all the time, you know, we're just, I'm just a kid from Vineland. And it's something that has always been in my head. Um, to use, and I think this is a perfect opportunity to use it here um, for this docu-series. I have a, a lot of footage that I'm going through, um, and I, I want to make this a, a big-time project on our YouTube channel. So Just a Kid from Vineland, the Jamil Demby docu-series, coming to a, the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel soon. Soon, 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 and the trailer dropping later this week as you guys watch and listen to this episode, so stay tuned for that um, I'm so excited. Can't wait. And, uh, I can't wait to just show you guys the, the footage that we got from that weekend and Jamil getting the key to the city and a whole bunch of other stuff from behind the scenes and just hanging out with him and having a camera, uh, pretty much always on. It, it was a blast. And I hope we get more opportunities to do that here in LA, whatever it may be. Um, really want to make some, some magic happen with Jamil and, and really just showcase, uh, what an awesome human he is, and he's been getting down with us pretty much since since Jump Street. So, um, very very excited to uh, show you guys the trailer later this week, and show you guys what we're what we're cooking on the YouTube, and what our YouTube channel is going to bring outside of podcast episodes as well. You know, the podcast episodes are going to be staples on our YouTube channel. They're always going to be there, and eventually, once you know we're big enough and enough people are recognizing what's going on there. Um, you know, each podcast will get their own individual YouTube channel. And once we have people working strictly for us on a YouTube side of things that can really help us out, um, that'll be massive. And then we can put more original content, more docu-series, more web series, you know, different types of stuff on our main channel. That's the, the whole goal is to just grow this thing to new heights and new levels. We're, we're navigating YouTube for the very first time as a company and uh, if you're out there listening and you want to help us out and you want to be part of something special, hit us up on the socials at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, UndergroundSportsPHI at gmail.com. I am looking for interns this summer. Going to need them big time. Looking for at least two uh, that are going to be working strictly like with me and working for Underground Sports Philadelphia as a whole. Um, so email us undergroundsportsphi at gmail.com if you're looking for an internship or just looking to, you know, get your foot in the door with, with sports media in the Philadelphia area or across any of our other brands. You know, we got lacrosse, we got TV and movies, we got golf, we got soccer, we got fantasy football. Um, and if you or somebody, you know, is a content creator or, you know, a producer or anything like that, we'd love to 
talk with you and have you potentially get on board with us because we're always looking for help here, um, especially with all the projects we have going on now and just all the different avenues of content we have releasing each and every week. So hit us up. Hit us up uh, at UndergroundPHI, Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feeds, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know how you feel about this Sixers Heat series, how you feel about Joe Girardi and the Phillies, and anything else in between. Five stars only because we got standards. We know you do too, and we know they're five stars. Also, let me know in the YouTube comment section what you want to see on these Sunday solo shows. You know, I'm coming at you solo dolo. I've noticed a, a decent amount of people for what our subscriber demographic to view demographic is are watching the Sunday solo shows. So if there's anything you want me to talk about specifically on Sunday shows, drop it in the YouTube comment section. Uh, let's get those comments flowing. Would love to hear from you guys on YouTube what you guys would love to hear along with our, our typical you know content we put out on the show for the Sunday solo dolos. Um, I, I, I always love constructive criticism. I always love feedback. So let me know in the YouTube comment section if there's anything you guys want to hear on Sunday night solo dolos. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Click the like button. Hit the bell icon so you don't miss a single episode. And be a friend. Tell a friend. Tell all your friends to subscribe. All you need is a Gmail account to subscribe on YouTube. Uh, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, Tomahawk Shades. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use promo code USP for 25% off your entire order from the best small batch eyewear in the game. That's TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP for 25% off your order. Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And the boys over at Bino. Go to BinoBoard.com. That's B-I-N-H-O-B-O-A-R-D.com. And use our code BinoUSP for 10% off your order at BinoBoard.com. Appreciate the living hell out of you guys. You're the absolute best. Let's go Sixers. Two more to go. Let's beat the Heat. Phillies, get your shit together. Uh, we got a lot coming for you this week. I'm going to need all the good vibes and caffeine possible uh, because the day job is dragging me down this week. Uh, so send all the positive vibes your boys way. But this has been episode number 427 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. This has been another Sunday night solo dolo episode of the podcast. And until next time, which will be Wednesday night live on twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI, I am signing off. Peace.